Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, my city. That's right. I am Pedro Fernandez, and this is Ring Talk. Straight up, we're talking boxing, mixed martial arts, a little pro wrestling, maybe some social issues as well. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Holly Holm taking center stage tonight, UFC 208, of course, the former 135-pound champion, the girl that was a, a stellar amateur boxer, a girl because I went to New Mexico and was a ring announcer for several of her major fights here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and the surrounding areas. But now she is a UFC star, but she's on the negative end of two losses. Yep, she got beat by Misha Tate, and she got licked by Valentina Kovachenko. So straight up, she's not looking too good these days. So it's three or you're out. If she loses this one, forget about Holly Holm, the world of mixed martial arts. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. No surprise, the February uh, 18th pay-per-view between, <laughs> I'm laughing, James Kirkland and Miguel Cotto has been canceled. Oh, boy, huh? are, you, are, you, are you surprised? Come on, what were they putting that on pay-per-view for? You know why? Because HBO is not doing boxing. Think about that. HBO is not doing boxing. Look at the calendar. You think I'm kidding? That's right. The network that broke its teeth on boxing, home box office, not HBO. It was home box office back in the day. Okay? They started off by bringing us a heavyweight championship fight brought to you by Don King. And, of course, that kicked off the network. That brought the masses to HBO. Now HBO wants to abandon the partner that brought them to the dance. We're talking about professional boxing. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. We've also got the Skype line happening. The address is Sports Byline and the number two. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. One in three relationships start online and more start on Match than any other dating site. So if you're single and looking to meet people, you've got to get on Match. They're not only number one in first dates, but in second dates too. Meeting your match has never been easier. Just go to match.com slash together. And for a limited time, you can try Match for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search and connect with thousands on Match. So go ahead, create your account now at match.com slash together. That's match.com slash together. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? 
I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 Auto Insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-758-0725. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-758-0725. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-758-0725. That's 800-758-0725. Once more, 800-758-0725. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Twelve minutes past the hour. Guess what? The Beatles are rolling out happy birthday for the godfather himself, Mr. Larry Merchant, who says, according to some people, is the greatest television broadcast analyst of all time. That's right. I'm talking about the great Larry Merchant. Happy birthday, godfather. Well, thank you, Pedro. Uh... I hope to have many more. Not many, many more at my age, but I'll take many more. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that with many more as well. Um, what, so what are you going to do today? Well, I mean, it's your birthday. is February 11th. It's Saturday morning. You're in L.A. It's beautiful down there. What are you going to do? Well, I'll take, take a hike. I'll go out to dinner with my uh, daughter and son-in-law and, um, and celebrate. And um, I have a... Some stuff I've got to clear off my desk so that I could charge into the next thing, whatever that will be. I have to prepare a, a talk I'm giving in a few weeks and, uh, you know, some other stuff. Good enough. You know, I was looking at the boxing calendar. Of course, you and I are in, um, in, 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 in shock to an extent because HBO is really not doing a whole lot. February 25th, they had, February 25th, they had a pay-per-view scheduled. Rock Nation had Miguel Cotto and James Kirkland and Rigano and somebody else, and they've canceled that. Um, that's basically an HBO fight. So without the HBO dates, is that why they're going pay-per-view? Is that why Rock Nation was going to go in that direction? Well, I think from Rock Nation's point of view, as I understand it, they they gave uh, such a big guarantee to Cotto as they did to Ward. 
because they wanted they were lost leaders to start them out in the business as promoters that they have to put it on pay-per-view nobody is going to pay them anywhere near the kind of money they owe Cotto and so that was their the second fight of their deal Um, the first one didn't do uh, very well Um, the cost of doing business uh, I thought that even though it's not a quote pay-per-view fight in, in our own in our old uh, uh, determination of those kinds of things, um, it could have been a pretty good fight. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying that, uh, I'm not saying that Kirkland doesn't bring in excitement, of course. But you look at the big picture here, and I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit I'm a little bit dismayed. I really thought I'd that, like to see him fight Bradley. Cotto. Well, what weight? I think Bradley would fight him at any weight. You know, catch weight, 151. Doesn't it make any difference. Bradley has a stage of his career where um, he's looking to make the best payday he can, and he's still a good fighter. And uh, he and Cotto, I think, would make for uh, a, a, a good, hard boxing match. He's a mean dude. Bud Crawford, don't let that Bud name sort of like, He's a godfather. I've watched him work in the gym. He is mean. You're talking about Crawford? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, listen, uh, you know, Crawford's one of the best young fighters in the world. Uh, the question is whether he has the the body language and the charisma and um, all that good stuff that elevates him uh, beyond being a champion to being a star. Um, hopefully there's still time to make it. Hopefully he can, um, in another six months, a year or so, step up to fight some of the good welterweights out there and make a statement and, um, and, and suddenly galvanize all of the media forces and, and some of the public at large in, into, uh, building him up to the star power he should have. Okay. Let's talk about Larry Murphy for a second. I, I, I mentioned that I consider you like the greatest television announcer or my Thank television boxing analyst. So does Dan Raphael. What does it feel like when people say that? Well, you know, you guys are my peers. Uh, it's nice to be um, recognized by one's peers. Um but there have been many different guys over many different times that have done the work I did, and some of them did really good work. And um, what I had that others, I came from a different tradition. I came from a tradition of being a journalist, um, speaking truth to power when necessary, you know, when I was a sports editor in Philadelphia, uh, Pedro, uh, and I hired a staff of terrific young writers. I wanted all my staff to be better than me. Um, and what I told them was, your job is to inform them, to entertain them, because after all, it's sports. It's not life and death. It's fun and games. 
and finally to occasionally surprise them. And I always, you know, felt that when I uh, uh, evolved from print media to television, uh, uh, let's see, it would be 40 years ago, actually, 1976, when I went to NBC, that part of my job was, yes, reporting, uh, yes, commentating on an event, but also telling, just telling good stories, digging in, finding out who these guys are, what their personalities are like in and out of the ring, how they all come together to make this guy we're watching um, interesting as a human being as well as a fighting machine. When you look back at, at the Mike Tyson, the meteoric rise of Mike Tyson, of course, the meteoric fall of Mike Tyson, what were you what were you thinking when you're sitting there watching him build up this record, twenty five and 0, 25 wax and this? And what were you thinking when you were watching this young monster? What was what was going through your mind? Um, it's not a widely known uh, story, Pedro, but um, uh, Jimmy Jacobs, yeah, who was considered the go-to ring historian of that time. Um, and he who himself had been declared by many people in, in Sports Illustrated as the Babe Ruth of handball players. He was a terrific athlete. Um, and he was a spokesman for the group that had Tyson. And after Tyson had had 11 or 12 fights, he called me and asked me to come over to their studio in Manhattan to take a look at something. And he showed me a series of these sensational knockouts early in his career. I went back to HBO. Seth Abraham, who was the head of the sports division at the time, and I said, I just saw this. I, I gave him a, a video, and I said, I think it would be great if we followed the progress of this kid and see where he goes. And they bought that. I know. And he had some, some mediocre fights and some sensational fights, and we followed him all the way through. So I felt I was there from the, almost the start. And his story of having coming out, having um, been taken on by the great trainer Customato when he was uh, released from uh, a, a, what we used to call a reform school, uh, where he was getting in trouble as a as a as a, a yard fighter, yep. um, and following his progress became what. To me, sport and boxing was about, you know, uh, and um, uh, and of course I was there in Tokyo when uh, the meltdown, the parade that ended. We're talking with the Godfather, Larry Mercer. Larry, can you stick around for one more segment? You got it. Right on. Time with the Godfather. We are blessed. One eight hundred eight seven eight. Play that's one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. The Skype line, Sports Byline, and the number two. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide 21, make it 22 minutes past the hour. Nobody can get through. When he asks you, do you love him? Smile and kiss his teeth. Walk away and twist.
Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895, 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You want to take a chance on that? Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Class of 2012, Miss Darlene Love. Yeah, still rock and rolling as far about two years ago outdoors in Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. And she was she was the Hall of Famer that she is. The Godfather is a Hall of Famer as well. Larry Merch, of course, born this day on February 11th, 1931 in Brooklyn, New York. And Godfather, my aunt used to live on Ocean Parkway, Ocean Parkway in uh, in Brooklyn, New York. And you lived in Brooklyn, New York. And Tyson was from New- Brooklyn, New York. So I guess there's a little tie in there with Tyson both well, being Brooklynites. I know most people uh, identify me as you know, only with Brooklyn, New York. I call myself a New York kid because... Um, actually, I was born in the Bronx. I lived in Upper Manhattan, 
an area called Washington Heights. When we were, when I was about ten, we moved to Brooklyn and then went uh, stayed there through high school. But I'm happy to be identified as a Brooklynite, and in fact, I used to hang out on Ocean Parkway wow. all the time. Wow. <laughs> Twelve hundred Ocean Parkway—that was the apartment building she lived in. God rest her soul. Um, when you look at when you look at the current current Brooklyn now, I mean, Brooklyn's come back. They've got the Nets. They've got big fights there at the Barclays Center. Are you surprised that area of New York has come back alive? Uh, a little surprised. You know, the, the heart of Brooklyn was broken when the Dodgers yeah. left, left town. Uh, I'm, I, 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 I never realized how, how important it was as a, a cultural phenomenon in Brooklyn, how it held various neighborhoods of various ethnicities together it was a city. I mean, back in the 19th century, Brooklyn was a separate city until it joined New York. And with the transportation at that time, if you lived in one of the other boroughs, you might not get to, to, to all of the boroughs in, in your lifetime. Uh, the only unifying thing was when I was a child was you could stand on any roof and see the Empire State Building in the distance. Um, so, but... You know, my heart is in Brooklyn. Um, um, I still communicate with a few old, old, old football players, friends of mine. And um, um, just a year ago, I went to the uh, the memorial to my high school football coach um, in Washington, D.C. He was 100 years old when he died. He had a plate in his head, uh, which he earned while in paratrooping behind the lines at Normandy. Um, and so, yeah, uh, a lot of memories. Uh, and I could say my heart belongs to Brooklyn, but uh, I'm happy to call myself a New York City kid, too. Okay. Now, you played linebacker for Oklahoma, right? No, no, I was... I played. We played two ways back in those days. Okay. So I was a halfback, a halfback. and a cornerback, and cornerback. I was the the best part of my game was uh, defensive back. Okay. Now I got to ask you. Now you and I have discussed CTE over the years, and you we know now about ten years after you uh, you suffer these concussions, things start start to happen. Um, when you look back on it now, did you realize you were risking your health that seriously, banging heads? Um, I don't think anybody did. You know, um, my mother was a little bit wary about my playing football, um, but she didn't stop me. Um, I learned to tackle with my head. I taught myself that the best way to go after a guy was to stick your head right into his middle Mm -hmm. so that he didn't slide off on one shoulder if you were trying to shoulder tackle him. Uh, in one game, um, I hit a guy, it was on a punt return and, um, I hit a guy and with all my force and I felt it in, in my neck and down my back. The only time that ever happened. Hmm. And I was on the ground and I looked up and he was staggering off the field and I felt better immediately. (laughs) Well, like, I remember when I was talking with the great Jim Brown, of course, Hall of Famer from the, the Cleveland Browns, 
Um, he told me, I said, why did you always get up, you know, so slow? He says, because they didn't know whether I was hurt or whether I wasn't hurt. He goes, it was just, the, it was, that was the way I did it. He goes, if I got up any other differently, they'd know something. It was body language. Well, that's, that's true. He'd get up, he'd get up slow, like a guy getting up from a knockdown and then he'd come right back at you on the next play. <laughs> Greatest running back of all time, pound for pound. I don't know, but in his day, he was the, he was the best. And, you know, and I've always looked upon that in all sports. That's why I give guys credit for what they do in their era, but it's kind of, you know, it's, it's an unknowable uh, to know how a guy was better than some other guy in a later era. Now, I'm looking at guys now uh, who the best runners seem to be 5'10", 5'11", 220, 225 pounds, quick, tough. Um, my recollection is that, you know, Brown was like 6'2", maybe 6'3", 235, and he had serious speed. Um, and um, at, in those days, he was bigger than the linebackers. He, he How took, would he have run against today's 250-pound linebackers who can run as fast as him? Got, we'll never know. You got a point there. I remember he, he, I remember he told me, I said, so why did you quit the NFL? He goes, well, they were giving me $55,000 a year. He goes, I go, that was big money back then. He goes, yeah. He goes, but they were offering me $125,000 a movie, <laughs> $125,000 a movie. I could do four movies a year, and I got to sleep with Raquel Welch. So what would you do? I said, okay, I understand. <laughs> well, it was true. He quit by, I think he was 30 years old. Um, he had never been seriously injured. It looked like he could have uh, some more uh, serious years on 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 top of on on uh, on top of the ones he had already strung together, but he got some offers from the movies. He was a good-looking guy and a smart guy. He was a basketball and and lacrosse star at Syracuse as well as a, a, a football player, and um, he got out uh, early. And um, with it, with his wits, with I don't know what his condition is today. I I, I knew him rather well in those days. Um, you know, Godfather. Let, let me interrupt you. When I saw him three years ago, three or four, it was four years ago. It was he was wearing Walmart rubber shoes. He had a suit on, but the shoes were sort of like Walmart rubber shoes. And I remember looking down at that and saying to myself. That just doesn't look right for a Hall of Famer, Jim Brown. Maybe he had orthopedic issues with his feet. What I'm trying to tell you is he, he has some really, really, really cheap shoes on, and me being a shoe guy, I look down at his shoes. Do you look at shoes, too? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe he was coming out of the bathroom. I, I, no, we're, um, dude, we had a big event for him here in Oakland, California. It was like uh-huh. a, a big well, I, I, I I can't speak to his okay. present status. I know that the Cleveland Browns uh, uh, bring him back for PR stuff um, occasionally. Um, I'm sure he's got, uh, I'm sure he, he, he's, he's tapped into the, um, into the monies that ex-players get these days. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably has some appearance. Very social, socially uh, involved yep. over the years. In the community with, as well. With kid yeah. groups and so on and so forth. Yeah. I've got less than two minutes left. Um, when you look back at the beef you had with Oscar De La Hoya, 
And I think back, the beef, they had a couple of beefs, but the beef he had with, with, with Mayweather, Mayweather or Delahoya, was your job really on the line both times? With the problems I had with them? Yeah. I don't know. Um, um, with Delahoya, um, a, a lot of uh, his fans were upset at something I said on the walk-in to the fight mm-hmm. um, about about the mariachi music. It was not. It was about the mariachis, but it was about the fact that he was challenging a great old champion in, in Pernell Whitaker, and the whole event was keyed to Delahoya, who was a, a young major star, mm-hmm. and it offended me that. He was getting the play over a great champion. And so I made some remarks, and uh, a lot of his fans took exceptions to it. And uh, HBO, the only time they asked me, there was a fight a week or two later in San Antonio, and they said they didn't think it would be a good idea for me to go there because I would be a distraction to the fight. Because there was a lot of, uh, of of heated rhetoric about the issue um, in, in Hispanic communities, mm-hmm. and I took it. And the next time I got on, I apologized. I said, "Look, I didn't. Uh, I should have known better." And I used a word that I shouldn't have used. And as a word guy, that's on me. Um, I, I will and, say this though: um, I, I was offended by the score. Uh, the scoring of the fight. Yes, I was offended by the score. You see, Pedro, that when the audience and the promoter, when when they express uh, in however they do uh, a visceral feeling about one of the fighters, that un- often unconsciously Engage the, ref- the, the the judges. You know what, Larry? Let me cut it off right there. Happy birthday. Say hello to the God Mama for me, and I thank you so much for your time. I feel blessed each and every time I get to spend time with you on the radio or on the phone. Thank you, sir. I'll be blowing out candles all day long, Pedro. So long. The great Larry Merchant on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. It's Eric Newton here from Together.Guide with your Together Minute. We all have baggage from the past. That's just the human condition. Pretending it's not so won't change a thing, but going to therapy will. The most successful couples I've interviewed have all, without exception, had the help of a neutral third party like a therapist or even a clergy member to keep their relationship on track. You can't see the back of your head without a mirror, and likewise, you can't see the impact of your personal baggage without the help of an expert. And if you think you don't need the help, I get it. But honestly, you're either being naive or you're avoiding something you don't want to face. And I know that because you're human and we all have challenges, particularly in the relationship context. Ignoring those challenges won't help them, but developing the tools to manage them will. And a great way to do that is therapy. This is Eric Newton from the Together Podcast. To learn about our show, visit our website at www.together.guide. The Together Minute is brought to you by Match.com. 
One in three relationships start online and more start on Match than any other dating site. So if you're single and looking to meet people, you've got to get on Match. They're not only number one in first dates, but in second dates too. Meeting your match has never been easier. Just go to match.com slash together and for a limited time, you can try Match for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search and connect with thousands on Match. So go ahead, create your account now at match.com slash together. That's match.com slash together. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Give us your thoughts about Valentina, what you thought about this fight coming in, and what, if anything, was surprising to you. You know, I knew she was a counterpuncher. We were ready for that. And, I mean, she's, she's a tough girl. I knew that. And I know that she's kind of, you know, she's newer into the UFC as myself, really. But um, I knew that I had my hands full with this fight. And when they offered it to me, I didn't want to act like I, I you know, didn't want to take it. I knew it was a really big challenge. Uh, what can you do? I mean, I know it was a competitive fight. I know I could have done more. I'm disappointed in myself, um, and I take nothing away from her. She's very tough. What was the strategy coming here? What did you expect from her? We expected counter punches. We expected a tight clinch game, trips, which she did all that. <laughs> and, you know, we trained for it. I was taught all the right things. I always say I have no excuses. My coaches teach me everything. My performance was not right tonight. Well, Holly, you're still one of the very best in the world, and I look forward to seeing you again inside the Octagon. I know you'll return better than ever. Holly Holm, ladies and gentlemen. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I guarantee you there's no problem. Holly Holm there, of course, the former world bantamweight champion, the former world professional boxer, of course, out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. She was a star down there as a boxer. She, of course, turned her attention to MMA. I think she was in karate before she even started boxing. But, you know, she's got some skills, no doubt about it. And, you know, she's going to have to portray those skills tonight and be able to impose her will against a woman who can fight. This Gendamine Durand. Anyway, she's a Jermaine Durandamy is an amazing, amazing. She's a 145-pound fighter. She's got 37 fights, 37 wins as a kickboxer, 14 knockouts. That's right. And that's what Holly Holmes' strange suit is, a strong suit is. Um, kickboxing and, and boxing. I mean, she was a kickboxer, I said before, the boxing, per se. But she's fighting out of Holland, and her mixed martial arts record is not all that great. She's 6-3. and three. 
Um, you know, she's a, an accomplished fighter at 145, and the fact that she's a fighter at 145 means a lot to me in that Holly Holm had fought previously 135 pounds, and women putting on from 135 to 145 pounds is like 25 pounds for a man. I'm telling you, when I had to put on eight pounds, it was just too much. They told me I had to go, hey, 139, not a problem, make a problem. Eh, I can't make the weight. I'm dying, I'm dying, can't make the weight. You hear me moaning and crying. My mother says, just move up and wait. So her and my trainer and a couple people sat down, my doctor, and we all, four of us sat together. They said, yeah, you can fight at 147, lift some weights, you know, put some a little more bulk on and this and that. Well, I didn't bulk up. I bulked up to like 142. That's what I weighed in for a 147-pound title fight, uh, a fight in um, in Las Vegas. And guess what? I got licked by a stamp. Why? Guy was just too big. I boxed his ears, man, for like two minutes and 47 seconds of the first round. Then he hit me with one clip on the uh, on the left ear, and my right ear hit the canvas. And what can I say? When I got up the second time, it was four or five of him, and I realized, too many guys to fight. So I bowed out. But we're talking mixed martial arts right now. And Holly Holm, of course, has been thrown in. Look, she upset the apple cart. She beat Ronda Rousey. She trained for Ronda Rousey. She had Ronda Rousey's number. There was just no doubt about it. Ronda didn't have a chance. After the referee's instructions, Ronda was out of the fight. Period. This is the way it was. Okay? So she rolled over Ronda. And then she, her, her promoter came on the show as cocky as he was, confident millionaire, of course, now living in Hawaii. I think he owns his own island over there. But Lenny Fresco's of, Al- of Albuquerque, New Mexico, he had like 85 restaurants. I'm not talking about dives. I'm talking about real restaurants down there in Albuquerque. I don't know if there was 85 restaurants in the entire city, but he had 85 of them. Anyway, the guy has big bucks. And he came on this show and said, yeah, we want to fight Misha Tate. And I said, you know, why don't you want to wait for Ronda? You don't want to wait for Ronda Rousey to rematch, make some money, big money. He said, no, no, we want to fight Misha Tate. We want to do it now. Misha Tate was the number one contender. So they called out the top contender. And what happened? Misha Tate beat her. Okay. And then Misha Tate got beat. Okay. And now we have Amanda Nunes being the world bantamweight champion, 135 pounds. So that settles the score at 135. Okay. But at 145 now, Holly Holmes going to make some noise or try to against Duran to me. Of course, the missing factor here is Chris Cyborg Santos. Now, she's tested positive, allegedly, for some steroids. I haven't seen the official suspension, that kind of good stuff, but they're not issuing press releases on her, and I think she's been dropped from the ratings, so that's not good. I mean, it was sort of good when she was involved because I'm telling you, as far as a, a woman's concerned, yee, she was like, yee. The cyborg, yes, cyborg fits her. That, that's, they called her cyborg. She was like a cyborg, half robot, half man. No woman, half man. We used to make jokes on this show that she was a transsexual, a Filipino transsexual in a Brazilian accent and things like that. But listen, I mean, if you look at her physically and the way that she manhandles men, I mean, she threw, she, I watched her, she was doing a movie shoot like about three months ago down there in L.A. She was weighing 160 pounds, right? And she was throwing these 250-pound guys in the air, in the air, okay? I'm not, I mean, I'm like a baseball. That's how strong she is. Without a doubt, she's the strongest woman I've ever seen in my entire life. Of course, she's built like a man. And she's had some steroid problems in the past. Of course, we thought for years that she was on steroids. And some people said that it was the worst kept secret in mixed martial arts that she was taking steroids because hey, her voice got deeper. Anyway, but the bottom line was, you know, she went unscathed. and She was being tested. She wasn't caught until about five years ago. They caught her in San Diego, California on some low-level fight. So she popped for that. She took a year off. She came back. She says, I'm clean. I'm clean. You've heard her say on the show in the past, I'm clean. I'm clean. So, but she's out right now. And she should be the one fighting Holly Holm right here for this 145-pound belt. Uh, Jermaine Durandamy, more power to her. Great record uh, as far as the kickboxes. 37-0, 37 wins. Wow. Um, but, you know, 6-3 and three is an MMA guy going up against a girl going up against Holly Holm. Holly Holm's pretty accomplished. Both these girls are boxers. Um, I think this fight is going to be basically fought standing up. 
and the better boxer shall prevail. On the in the co-feature, the former world middleweight champion, another guy that took some Flintstone vitamins in his time, talking about anabolic steroids. Ah, Anderson Silva, the spider, taking on Derek Brunson, of course, 185 pounds. You know, I, I, I like Silva. I like him for the fact that, you know, he was such a, an integral part of mixed martial arts and, and his budding generation, this and that. But then again, you know, he got popped for steroids. And I guess I'm giving Christine Cyborg a little bit of a pass. But if I think, no, I, I'm not going to do that. If you get popped for steroids in fighting, you should be like, done. That should be it. Because let me tell you, this is not baseball. You're not trying to hit a ball or further out of the parking lot. You're trying to hit somebody's head off. You're trying to hurt somebody. Okay? And you've got increased... Uh, cardio, you can recover in like 30 seconds instead of 90 seconds. You can recover like that. I mean, look at Manny Pacquiao, the former world boxing champion, the Filipino icon. When he sat down on the stool there in the rears when he was rumored to be on the uh, the Flintstone vitamins, he was breathing hard for like 5, 10 seconds. He had his breath back before you knew it because they had that, that thing that was putting uh, extra blood cells in uh, in your blood. Remember, they used to freeze blood in the old days and then put it back, unthaw it out and then put it back in you. But now they've got some other chemicals that can do it. And it can be detected now. And I guess that's maybe why he wasn't taking it no more. Maybe he appeared not to be taking it anymore because, um, you know, all of a sudden his knockouts just fell off the chart. Once we started saying, hey, we, we think he's taking Flintstone vitamins, all of a sudden no more knockouts. I mean, Manny, Mac, Manny Pacquiao really has had, hasn't looked spectacular in a long time, but he's old. Somebody said to me the other day, why do you get on that dude's case, Pedro? I don't get on his case too much. I met him in 2001 here in the city by the base, San Francisco, California, over on 16th Street at the uh, the gym over there. And, of course, he invited me down to the Holiday Inn on 8th Street, of course, where he was staying. And he had one little room and he had his jogging suits in the, in the uh, hooked up on the shower in the bathroom. He only had one jogging suit back then. Of course, now he's like almost a – I would have to say he's made if – he, he made, if he made the money that he should have made, he should be worth at least $100 bucks right now. Manny Pacquiao should be worth at least $100 million. And I'm not talking about, um, you know – in gross, I'm talking about net. His net, he should have at least $100 million. Of course, the Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather farce they pulled off a couple of years ago. Of course, the greatest ripoff, the biggest con since Paul Newman and Red Ro- Robert Redford in the movie The Sting back in 1972, are the, uh, although my, uh, for, uh, my uh, former guest, the aforementioned Larry Merchant, said it, it was the biggest con of all time. It may have been the biggest con of all time. Let's go back to the world of mixed martial arts. Reynaldo Souza on the card. Souza's taking on Tim Bosch. Tim Bosch is like like the gatekeeper. When you're like, gatekeeper is... He's sort of like, I, if you can beat him, you can fight for the title. If you can't beat him, you're not too much. You're in, that's just the way it is. Now, this guy is an amazing fighter. He was a wrestler, um, did some good things. Of course, won some uh, amateur titles around the world. But right now, he's a, a stud. He's a stud. He's got 28 fights, 23 wins, um, mostly by submission. 16 submissions, four decisions. He's lost four fights, two by knockout, and two by decision. Had won no contest. He is the real deal. I mean, he is the real deal. And if... If Tim Bosch doesn't bring his entire lunch, guess what? Tim Bosch is going to go out in style. At least Tim will get laid out in style. On the undercard, Glover Texera, a guy that I thought was going to give John Jones a rumble a few years ago for the World Light Heavyweight title. Didn't happen. Uh, he's a tough guy, no doubt about it. In fact, I think he, he fought my boy Kyle Kingsbury. I think he broke Kyle's face bones, cheekbones. That's right. I think King told me that. Taking on Jared Conner, that's a light heavyweight bout. Lightweight bout on the bout. A lightweight bout on the card. Dustin Poirier taking on Jim Miller, the former cowboy. And, of course, he, that, little, that is the main card. And the uh, rest of the card will be on Fox Sports 1. Now, are they going to try to still gonna try to push this thing on pay-per-view? I think they are. I don't know. You want to spend 60 bucks on that? 65 70 bucks on that? Um, what, what would you pay for? What would you want? If you were going to pay 60 bucks on it to watch this fight on pay-per-view, this fight card, Holly Holm and Jermaine Durandamy, 
Was that worth 60 bucks? Anderson Silva and Derek Brunson? Was that worth 60 bucks? No. Ronaldo Susan and Tim Bosch? Was that worth 60 bucks? No. Glover and, and Jarrett? No. None of these fights are worth 60 bucks. Scratch it. Steal it, on the, steal it on the internet or wait and watch it later on YouTube. That's just all I can say. I mean, it's sort of bad, man, but that, that card is just not worth paying 65 or 70 bucks for. Now, the card that is worth paying for is UFC at 209. Of course, we're talking about Tyron Woodley, the world welterweight champ, 170 pounds. Of course, the man's coming back in a rematch against Stephen Thompson. Thompson put up a formidable challenge before. I thought Thompson would beat him the first time, but Thompson got beat. Okay, he got beat, and Woodley was the winner. I thought that, I think they called it a draw afterwards, but at the end of the day, he is a hell of a fighter, Tyron Woodley. But the guy on the undercard, Khabib. Khabib is back, undefeated Khabib. He's like, I think he's like 14-0, 14 killers. He's, a, he's, a, he's an animal. He's from Russia, from the former Soviet Union. He trains out of the American Kickboxing Academy down there in Silicon Valley, Milpitas, California. Khabib Nurabhan. I, 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 his last name just gives me And he was taking on Tony Ferguson. Poor Tony. I feel sorry for Tony. Tony, get some, get some insurance right now. Get some insurance. It's a couple weeks before the bout. You can probably still get a policy. In fact, if you get one of those policies, you know, where they pay for your funeral expenses, that kind of good stuff, that might be one you want to buy if you're taking on this kid. I kid you not. Khabib is going to hurt you. You know what they say about Samoa Joe? Joe's going to kill you. Well, yes, Khabib. Khabib's going to kill you. I feel sorry for you, man. Tony Ferguson, they couldn't give me enough money to get in a cage with Khabib no matter, no matter what. No matter what. Alistair Overeem. Alistair Overroyd, former Strike Force, of course, heavyweight champion of the Grand Prix tournament back in the day, um, tested positive for steroids. Of course, remember the day when he was running around Las Vegas when they said to him, we, we want to test you for steroids. Yeah, I got to go get my car. So he got in his car and he drove around for like an hour, didn't know what to do. He panicked, had to go back and take the test. Eh, positive. Anyway, take it on Mark Hunt, the slowing Samoan. The throwing Samoan. Call him what you want. Mark Hunt comes to fight, man. Whether Mark Hunt's fat, whether Mark Hunt is trim, it doesn't matter. Mark Hunt can throw. Mark Hunt knocks people out. How do I know this? He knocked out my man Frank Mir. Frank told me he didn't see it coming. Well, that's usually, those are usually the punches that knock you out. I mean, the only I think the three times I was knocked down in my career, four times I was knocked down in my career, um, all from punches I didn't see. Them nasty hooks, man. Anyway, Mark Hunt, he can box. Stand-up boxing, dirty boxing is what they call it, okay? But he throws, he throws hard, and every punch he throws, he tries to take you out. And if he can't take you out in the first round, he takes you out in the second round, the third round. He is the, the unsung hero, I think, at heavyweight, of course, having lost that juice to the gills, Brock Lesnar a couple of months ago in July, USC was at 200-202 when, you, when uh, Lesnar tested positive for, guess what, estrogen blockers. Why would a guy need estrogen blockers? Estrogen is a female hormone. It's a female hormone. Think about that. <laughs> estrogen blockers. And, of course, that was in John Jones as well as Brock Lesnar. But Mark Hunt took on Brock Lesnar, lost to Lesnar. We'll see what happens. Mark Hunt versus Alistair Overham. That's USC 209. That's going to rock, no doubt about it. You are tuned to the Sports Byline broadcast over March 4th, 2017 from the T-Mobile Arena in Paradise, make it Las Vegas, Nevada. You are tuned to the Sports Byline broadcast network. One segment to go, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or the Skype line, Sports Byline in number two. This is Ring Talk, live from Sports Byline, San Francisco, California, on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and of course, the American Forces Network. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. 
Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. Just call 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You know, to get out back in front of the fans and, and to just be open and honest with them. Just, just everything about me is really out there right now. Fifty-six, make it fifty-seven minutes past the hour. The mighty Tower of Power bring us back to the break. Speaking of Tower of Power, the great David Garibaldi, of course, uh, the Hall of Fame drummer. They was hit by a train over near Yoshi's in uh, in Oakland, California. Of course, a few a few weeks ago, he is recovering well. As is the bass player, the substitute bass player they had. Straight up, those two guys are lucky to be alive. You are tuned to Sports Byline, Ring Talk Live Worldwide airs each and every Saturday, eleven a.m. Pacific time. Of course, we are Sunday as well. A two-hour show, both different shows, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, Saturday for an hour, Sunday for two hours. And we come back Sunday, Saturday nights, of course, at 10 p.m. Pacific time. Johnny Talkman is all star tonight. We'll be talking, of course, about the Super Bowl and some other things. The NBA is rocking and rolling. Of course, baseball right around the corner. Do some boxing and MMA as well. And, of course, 
No holds barred, 5 p.m. Pacific time on Sundays. I get to talk pro wrestling. I love talking pro wrestling. Why? Because it's not real and any way I offend, it doesn't matter. No, I'm just kidding. Have a good time. 5 p.m. Pacific time, Sundays. No holds barred, Zach Attack Young and I talk about pro wrestling and mixed martial arts. Now, before I get out of here, I got to tell you, when I was trying to get into the police department back in 1980, I needed to have some, uh, some, some surgery. I had a cyst, okay? And I didn't have any money, and it didn't have any. I didn't qualify for Medi-Cal. I went down to the Medi-Cal office. I said, you know, you don't qualify. So I told the guy, listen, man, I'm trying to get in the police department, this and that. So this guy by the name of Melvin Holmes got me on Medi-Cal. And I got the surgery, and I passed the physical and all this kind of good stuff. And, of course, I turned out to be one of, pound for pound one of the greatest athletes in the history of the San Francisco Police Department. But that was a life-changing moment. He got me medical insurance when I needed to get into the police department, okay? I found out this week that he passed away, not recently, few years ago so i sort of lagged on that and i really feel guilty about that so when christina rojas or the former christina rojas emailed me this week from facebook of course marianne's daughter her danny's uh sister uh danny's sister jd's sister lisa's sister frank's uh sister i mean man it was just it was just mind-blowing of course marianne rojas was a fantastic lady she was my mother's best friend so i wanted to bring a little mind purge into there folks i mean i think about the day when when I met Marianne, guess what? I borrowed her razor. We went over her house. She lived next door to us. I borrowed her razor, and I shaved off my eyebrows. I was only four years old, three years old. Give me a break. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, the next edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, two hours. We'll talk boxing and mixed martial arts. And I return Saturday nights, 10 p.m. Pacific Time. Johnny Taco is All-Stars. I am the Taco Man. Johnny Taco live on Sports Byline.